Welcome back to the number one sports podcast in the world from the stands. Speaking into existence. Speaking. Manifestation. Tough week in sports this week. Yeah, a little bit of a lighter week. Very light week. NFL free agency is opening up, though. I think think it'll be a pretty exciting offseason money-wise in the NFL. Uh, they're definitely letting the money fly. That's for sure. <laughs> for no reason. None at all. Danny Dimes getting 160. That's absolutely insane. Geno Smith got $105 million. He's 32. For one mediocre season. Yeah, for one first round playoff exit. Like, are we serious now? Is that what we're doing? Three years. Three years, $105 million. He's making $35 million a year. Yeah, that's ridiculous. He <laughs> hasn't been good in like five years. You know, Daniel Jones is going to be making more this upcoming season than Patrick Mahomes made last season. No, he is not. <laughs> that's ins- <laughs> That's absolutely absurd. If I'm honest, I think they should have given Saquon the money. Saquon just has an injury history, though. Yeah, and he's your running back. I mean, I understand having to go with the QB, right? Danny Dimes has a bum history, though. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I can't really dispute that. We were looking at the numbers, only 15 touchdowns last year. So you did go to the playoffs. Less less than my boy Justin Fields. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) That was still a bad take. I don't care. Yeah, it wasn't great. Not good. But, yeah, that's absolutely insane to me that you've got guys like Daniel Jones now with, like, $100 million guaranteed deals. The only decent contract was Derek Carr, and I think they even might have paid him a little too much money. What was it, five years, 150? No, I think it was four years. Four years, 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 150. Yeah, so that's... If you're going to give the money to any of them, though, I'd give it to Carr. Yeah. Saints defense has been top ten in the league the last three years. They should should win the division now. You know, uh, Derek Carr's defense with the Raiders every year he's been there has been... Bottom three in the league? Uh, I don't know about bottom three. He's been bottom ten in the league his entire career. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah. I think he's pretty good. I think he's got some talent, and I think he'll be able to do something pretty interesting down there with the Saints. I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender with Derek Carr, but I think they can make some moves and do some things down there. They yeah. are in the NFC, though. The NFC is obviously the weakest. Well, conference. I think they'll make the playoffs for yeah. sure. I don't think they'll miss the playoffs, but I still think there's a lot more talented teams out there than the New Orleans Saints. He should win himself a few divisions, but other than that... Yeah, I don't think he'll finish. I mean, he maybe, maybe if the Saints can get a few more pieces, he might squeak out a Super Bowl appearance. Maybe. Depends on if, I mean, maybe if Michael Thomas returns to previous form. I wouldn't bet on it. I mean, I wouldn't either, but it's a possibility. Maybe they get Derrick Henry. uh, Alvin Kamara is kind of, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Dumb fuck. Yeah, is he going to play this year? I don't know. Is he going to get to, uh, my bad, is he going to get to play this year? I don't I don't think he should. Do you see the fucking, I saw something about him uh, after beating up the girl. He was bragging about it. Yeah, there he was. He was like, I slapped the fuck out of that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> there were some pretty bad That's clips. horrible. There were some pretty bad clips about that. Oh, um, my God. Is Aaron Rodgers staying in Green Bay or what is, uh, what hmm. is he doing? 
He's in talks with the they're they're in talks with the Jets today. I saw that. Yeah, the Packers. I I think he's got a better chance of starting for the Jets next year than I do the Packers. Are the Jets going to take that contract? I mean, I mean it's the Jets. Sounds, sounds like they're willing to. The Jets haven't had anybody since like Broadway Joe Namath, Brett Favre. For a year, <laughs> yeah, it was it's, like Fal- yeah. it's like the Falcons getting Brett Favre for a year. <laughs> yeah, like it wouldn't do much. They had Mark Sanchez. He did take him to the playoffs. Horrible butt fumble, king. Butt fumble. <laughs> yeah, see, but that's all he'll be remembered for. He's not going to be remembered for anything else but the butt fumble. Hey, he brought him to a. Uh, I'm pretty <laughs> sure he brought him to an AFC Championship game in, in 2010. I don't remember that though because of the butt fumble. <laughs> it's one of the most iconic blunders. In NFL history, right there with the tuck rule. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't put that in the same category. Well, right, no, that's fair enough. But like, as far as just like things you never expected to see, you can put those fair. two up there. A quarterback fumbling by running into his own lineman. Going back to the Saints, I hope he does at least do something because their past like two playoff appearances have been remembered for. Egregious Agre- no calls. Egregious no calls and then a horrible defensive play. The Minneapolis miracle. That one was terrible. And then the Then Adam Thielen. That was definitely pass interference. What do you mean? Uh this past year or the year before when the Vikings beat the Saints in OT, right? Was it OT? Or like final drive of the game, final play of the game or something like that. And Adam Thielen just outright pushed the defender off of him, and jumped up and caught the ball. And it was clear. Like, you could see it, and you were like, man, the NFL just really hates the Saints. I wasn't even talking about that. I was talking about the Rams no P.I. call. Yeah, that one was terrible, too. That was horrible. It's the worst call I've seen in years. (laughs) It was pretty bad. And it's kind of sad because those were the last, like, three years of Drew Brees' career. Just, like, two terrible no calls, and then – a horrible, horrible defensive mistake in the Minneapolis Miracle. The Saints broke his heart twice. Kind of pitiful. I mean, the Vikings, jeez. The Vikings broke his heart twice. That's kind of sad. A little bit. Vikings kind of suck. Yeah. For only team to go to four Super Bowls and never have a lead in any of them. <laughs> That's horrible. It's, is it... Better or worse, though, than Buffalo going to four straight and losing four straight? It's worse because at least the Bills had a lead in one of them. Mm. Yeah, but they lost all four, and they had a lead. And the Ravens or the Vikings didn't go to four straight. Yeah, that is pretty bad. <laughs> four straight with the same quarterback. It's not like they went four years straight with, like, Carson Wentz and then Deshaun Watson and then Nick Foles. They had Jim Kelly for four straight years and lost four straight Super Bowls. It's pretty bad. We're going to hop into the pick'em for this week, though, because we've got some new standings. So Joe is now in first place with 20. Me and Lance are now tied with 18. Ooh, it's tighter than I thought. Uh, yeah, it's a lot tighter. I had a, I had a week that I needed to have. I went 4-1 and one last week, and now I'm back in the race. I went three and two, so it was a solid week, but two disappointing picks. Yeah, I had a pretty good week. I did what I needed to do, and I'm back in the race. Feels pretty good. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed, to be honest. Um, I let you catch up to me, which is a little embarrassing. 
Shouldn't have let that happen. Comeback story of the year. Just wait. I yeah. should have went with my gut and picked UCLA. I knew Arizona was not going to win. I knew they were not going to beat him for a second straight time. Oh, that was a tough. I should have went with that. Um, we've got, what, five weeks left? Yeah. Five weeks left. Ooh, it's getting tight. Five weeks to go. Yeah, good competition, though. Very good competition. I can't wait to see what the loser has to do, though. I want to see somebody sit in a Waffle House. All right, we're going to hop into the picks for this week. Very interesting week. Standings are a little shaken up now. We've got a new leader. The king. <laughs> undisputed. Not for long. I wouldn't say undisputed. Undisputed <laughs> for now. For now. For now. That's a better word. Joe's got 20. I am unfortunately tied with Lance now at 18. Comeback story of the year. I've turned into a little bit of a poverty franchise throughout the mid midway through the season. Oh, so like the Knicks of the podcast? Yeah, hey, but I'm gonna but see, it all but I, I'm gonna turn it back up in the in the in the last half of the season. I'm, all right. I'm gonna turn it back up. I'll believe it when I see it. You only got me by one pick this week. That's the only reason you picked up a point, and I should have went with my gut and went with UCLA, and I went with Arizona instead. Yeah, it was a tough game to pick. Very tough game to pick. Barcelona didn't let me down though. No, I'm glad I went with them too again. I told you the pattern was gonna work. Joe didn't want to listen, so he went with Madrid. Hey man, I don't watch that. <laughs> I don't, I don't watch that shit. You don't watch football? <laughs> We're not calling it that. <laughs> I knew that was coming. All right, so first game on the slate this week, we're going Warriors versus Bucks, and Steph is back. The best shooter of all time, back in the building. I mean, I'm taking the Warriors. I don't I don't know about you guys, but I like Giannis and all. I don't, but Giannis and them have already locked in. They're already going to the playoffs. Warriors are still fighting to – Avoid the playing game and get in the playoffs. So I think the Warriors are obviously going to take it. I usually bet against them, but not this week. I'm taking the Bucks. Okay, interesting. He's trying to pick up that point there. Yeah, I'm get on this one because I think you knew who I was going with. Um, Steph is the greatest point guard of all time. Nah, greatest shooter, not greatest point guard. I think he's up there for sure. He's in the conversation. Greatest point guards are healthy. Fair enough, but he's about to he's about to lead them to another chip. Warriors are going on a run here. <laughs> <laughs> they might win this game, but they're they're, they're not <laughs> winning the chip this year. Warriors are going on a run. Steph's back. Clay Thompson's playing well. That thing he got in the little scuffle he got in with D book the other night was very that was quite amusing as well. Got double takes and got kicked out of the game. That was funny. But I normally bet with the Bucks. They haven't let me down yet. Every time I pick them, they win. Um, so maybe this time that I pick against them, they'll lose. And I'm going with the Warriors. Hopefully Giannis shows out for me. Oh, he'll show out. But he, he, if he's the only one who shows out, they're still not going to get it done. No, not at all. Second game on the slate is Suns and Kings. And this is going to be a very good matchup. Yeah, this is a good one. The Kings, I thought they were pretenders at first. But they seem to be pretty lights out. I think I'm going to have to go Suns, though. KD, I mean, they're just getting started, and they're already destroying. I mean, not destroying, but they're already beating teams like the Mavs and, yeah. Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, not the biggest fan of Devin Booker. He's kind of a pussy, but <laughs> I'm still taking the Suns. Okay. I'm going to go Suns, too. I think that lineup is just too much. Um, Kings are on a little bit of a hot streak, but I don't think it's going to be enough Suns. 
So it's going to be a sweep this week. Suns are just, I think they're going to be too much for the Kings and really almost anybody in the Western Conference. I still like the Warriors' chances, but they're KD, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton. I mean, it's got all the makings of a super team. They're just going to be hard to stop, especially if D-Book can drop 30 and KD can drop 27. Like, that's going to be tough to handle on the night where Chris Paul probably has 12 assists. You know, there's just too much facilitating and scoring on that team. What you're saying is the Suns are fine in the West, right? Uh, I said (laughs) what you heard was the Suns are good in the West until they meet up with the Warriors, and then I think it's going to get interesting. Mm -hmm. Western Conference Finals. Next, we won't call it a game. We got a tournament for the weekend. We're going the Players' Championship. Another great weekend for golf. Loaded field again. Not a huge fan of the new rules. No, I don't like them either. I don't like no cuts. Again, like we talked about with the MLB, pandering again to fans that were already not watching you. You talking about golf? Yes. And I think it's funny how they're like, pandering to try and compete with Liv. But Liv freaking sucks. Yeah, Liv is ass. The views are nowhere near the PGA. They play it like the most random times. Oh, isn't it in Saudi Arabia? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so, so the Yeah, no, so why is the PGA Tour competing with them? They have the Liv will have its own audience. Why doesn't the, why that, doesn't Liv cater to like America though, they'd because they have to play it like because four the, four a.m. or something like that. Like it's not UFC fights at seven a.m. for America. Yeah, but it's completely different. UFC is fighting inside. Golf is played outside. Yeah. It, the amount of lights and just the feel and everything would be completely off. I think they should get all these golfers together and just have like a massive putt putt tournament. I think that would be awesome. <laughs> like on the world's greatest putt putt course. Yeah, all indoors. That, would, I, that might actually be pretty cool. It also doesn't help when your only channel for American viewers is the CW. I don't know what that is. I don't either. <laughs> it's the one channel that Live Golf is on. What do you is that like in a special package or something of TV that I never knew about? Um, you know the Flash. That's what the Flash used to be on was the CW. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I'm still not watching golf at like five a.m. No, I'm not either. Yeah, it's just insane. So like you're just you're trying to compete with somebody. Who's doing something completely different? Who's not who really competition? It, yeah, at the, who at this point in time right now is failing. So that'd be like the NFL competing with the XFL. Yeah, it makes mm-hmm. no sense. You've got one established league that has been around, or association that has been around for eighty years, ninety years plus. I'm not really familiar with the start of the PGA, but it's been around for a long time, right? People who like and enjoy watching golf and just golf in general, watch the PGA. None of those people are now watching live unless they're just, like, huge fans of Dustin Johnson, or, which I doubt. Or Brooks, Kep- or Brooks Cameron Kepka. Smith. Yeah, but, like, that's the one young guy who went over there. All these other guys were, like, already had kind of, like, reached their prime, and then were moving out of it. Yeah, that's true. Nobody's really that worried about them. So, yeah, now they're they're doing just like the MLB, pandering to people who don't need to be pandered to. Well. Some people care about golf, at least. MLB don't got to worry about that. Well, that's for another time. Back to the good golf, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get started on that. We're gonna, <laughs> we're just going to take our predictions for players tournament. Yep. All right, they're playing on this funky grass. I know a lot of the golfers don't really like it, but I'm taking my guy, Will Zalatoris. He always seems to rise to the occasion. 
I think he had a did he have a back injury or something last year, or I'm thinking of someone else. I'm not really. I don't really keep yeah, up with yeah, Will yeah. Zalatoris. He's gonna win this bitch. I bet on Finau <laughs> last time. He shit the bed. I'm not betting on that guy again. Zalatoris is gonna finish. He'll finish top twenty-five. Man, he finished in number one. Okay. He we'll hasn't see. won a players yet, but he's winning it this year. He is the king of having a great like first three rounds and being and in then, the top two or three going into Sunday, and then and he, then finishing fourteenth. He he crumbles going into Sunday. But <laughs> well, so let me change my pick now. No, I'm no, no, no. <laughs> I was about to say it's too late now. Um, I'm gonna go with the tried and true Justin Thomas. I think. Okay. It's been a few weeks since he won a big tournament, and um. I think he comes out and balls out this weekend. He needs to get his putting together. Yeah, not putting well. Yeah, but if he can putt well, he's going to smoke everybody. So I just hope he's got a good – I just hope he's got a good Scotty Cameron this weekend. I'm going with one of the best young guys in golf right now. Already a two-time major winner. Hasn't won a player's yet, but he's about to this weekend. Colin Morikawa is going to come out, and he's going to absolutely ball this weekend looking – Excited to seeing him smoke the competition. He's not used to playing on that seagrass, though. Uh, <laughs> Sawgrass. Yeah. Sawgrass, yeah. <laughs> I think um, he'll be fine. It's a star-studded lineup, though. Great roster. Um, so, whoever wins, if your guy wins, you get a point. Whoever's finished, if nobody's person wins, whoever's finishes the highest in the rankings gets the point. I'm gonna get double points again and get both whoa, 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 right. Hold on a second. You said if they get if they win, you get a point, or if whoever gets the highest gets a point. You didn't say two points. So if your guy wins, he automatically has the most or is the highest ranking out of everybody's picks. Yeah, so that's but two you points. Said if, if yeah, but if of, none of our guys win, you get somebody gets a point. Whoever's guy is the highest in the rankings. We did it like this before. Someone someone only gets two points if your guy wins the tournament. But you get a point if your guy, like let's say my guy was 13th, his was 10th, and yours was 8th, you get a point. But if you won, he's obviously the top ranking and he won the tournament, so you get two. Bonus points, Joe. Yeah. It's called math. <laughs> <laughs> it's called math. Um. We got another hockey game this weekend: the Edmonton Oilers and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Hockey's so tough for me. Dude, it's so it's brutal. <laughs> it's like I've watched a few games and it's kind of exciting, and I like to see them like just drop their gloves and beat the shit out of each other, center ice. But I haven't completely figured it out yet, and I only know like the big names in hockey right now. Like I'm still trying to learn a little bit more about it. I do know that. The Oilers won their previous matchup, and I like to err on the side of one person wins and the other person wins. I don't really normally like to see season sweeps. So I'm going to rock with the Toronto Maple Leafs. They've got similar efficiency on offense, the two teams. I think it'll be a dogfight, but I'm going to rock with Toronto. I'm going to go for the sweep, and I'm taking the Oilers. They've got the best player in hockey. Hey, McDavid. Nah, he, on, he on the Penguins, man. What do you McDavid. Mean? Connor McDavid is the best Connor player McDavid in hockey. McDavid is very good. And I I'm do gonna, know that. I'm going to take the Oilers. He's not the best player in hockey. You're going to say? I'm taking Sidney Crosby yeah, and yeah. that guy <laughs> That guy that won the MVP last year. I can't think. Austin. Matthew Austin. Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews, yeah. <laughs> what about Alex Ovechkin? Overrated. Patrick Kane? 
he hadn't scored a point yet. Yeah, fair enough. But on to my pick. So you got I'm not familiar with either team. I don't <laughs> like hockey. <laughs> but I know you got the Oilers. Oil is very dirty and pollutes everything. And you got the maple leaves. Leaves are nature. So I'm gonna err on the side of not <laughs> climate change. And I'm gonna go with the maple leaves. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad that you walked us through your process for making that that for making that pick. Because I, I mean, I would have never thought of it that way. That's a new take on it. I might start trying that with hockey since I don't know anything about it. Yeah, I'm not gonna pretend like I know. I'm just gonna say, <laughs> as long as at least there's a thought process there. Yeah, at least there was some way that you made your pick. Like there was logic behind it for you. Last tournament of the weekend, we're going SEC tournament. And same thing as golf. If nobody's team wins, whoever's team goes the deepest in the tournament gets a point. But if your team wins, you get two points. The deepest in the tournament. Okay. <laughs> All right, Joe. All right, Joe. We uh, get it. My turn? Yeah, I'm going to let all you start right, your all right, all right. Well, I know that uh, Alabama's pretty damn good this year. Tennessee beat them once. They're not going to beat them twice. You got Kentucky. Who's only good because of their legacy. They're not that good this year. You got Missouri. Nobody cares about Missouri. <laughs> and I don't even know who the fifth team is who's good. So I'm riding with Bama. They've gone through a lot of adversity this season with their, uh, you know, violence with the gun guy and the guy that gave the gun guy the gun. <laughs> so I'm taking, I'm taking Bama. They got a superstar, and I think he's going to ball out for him. Okay. I think. Solid pick. I think the legacy will continue, and I'm taking Kentucky to win the tournament. That is a sleeper pick for sure. They've got probably not the best big man in the country, but probably number two, Oscar Shibway. Um, if you see him on a good day, he's grabbing 22 boards, and um, he's going to have a good few days in Nashville. So I'm taking the Wildcats. Okay. I'm going to come out with, an, with a – it's a sleeper pick. Like, it, it's a serious sleeper pick. I am rocking with arguably the best backcourt in the SEC. Two freshmen that could be potential top ten picks in the NBA. They're looking like it right now. I am rocking with the Razorbacks. Give me Arkansas. Arkansas, bro. Arkansas. The in- Mavericks have the best backcourt in the NBA, and they're not going to do shit. <laughs> Interesting pick. Uh, you know, I I did my research. I think I got a solid chance. Okay. First round exits. Not a chance. Poverty. Not a chance. Y'all are just some haters. Y'all are just some absolute haters. I'm cool with that. You're cool with being a hater? Take our point. All our right. point. All right. We'll see. I want to move to some hometown, some hometown sports real quick. Right here in Kennesaw, Kennesaw State men's basketball has turned it around. Hootie-hoo. <laughs> I know they're making their first NCAA tournament bid. And I just think it's it's pretty cool like to see a local a local school be in the tournament this year. I After going one and twenty eight just three years ago. Yeah, it is crazy. Um as I, a KSU alum, I'm glad I have someone to root for in the uh tournament. Can't root for Georgia Tech. So. As a current KSU enrollee, it feels... A, a current KSU student? Yeah. Yeah, there student. you go. <laughs> it um, would have been a lot easier. 
And I don't think they had a – I don't – I think this is their first winning season in like five or six years. Well, I and mean, they, we, I know the last three were horrible. And they took down an A-Sun powerhouse in Liberty. Um, to get their tournament bid. Yeah, everybody was expecting Kennesaw to just drop dead and Liberty to beat that ass, but uh, they didn't. They didn't roll over. No, they didn't. Held strong. I thought they were going to choke in that second half, though. I, I, saw I really it, did, yeah. I saw it coming. Especially that final minute. Had oh, me yeah. had me super worried. I was like, this does not look good. They won on the free throw, right? Yeah, he got yeah. fouled with .7 seconds yeah. left, and he made one free throw. Yeah. Some dogs for real. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, well, they'll some, play. Some owls. but Some some owls for real. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, they'll play in Birmingham, so we'll get to watch them. Or Greensboro. Shit, I ain't driving there. <laughs> All now. right, so hopefully they play in Birmingham because Joe said we're not driving to Greensboro. But it would be nice to watch him play. It would definitely be cool. I get to watch Alabama play, though, in Birmingham. Yeah. It'd be pretty neat. A lot of, uh, a lot of bitches. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Anyways. All right. That's, that's clipped. I'm clipping that. <laughs> um, NBA? Yeah, NBA. I mean, not John really. Morant. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. As soon as I said NBA, I was going to try to get out that, like, I'm not the biggest NBA fan because it's just a bunch of floppers, and then I knew Joe was going to come in here with John Morant. John Morant is a fucking idiot, dude. The man has is multi, multi, multi-millionaire. Came from the fucking, I don't want to say suburbs, but let's just say he ain't that hard. <laughs> he didn't grow up in the fucking... Downtown Atlanta. He didn't grow up in Chicago, and he wants to act like he did. He wants to flash a gun at people on his Instagram, flash a gun at a 17-year-old, punch a 17-year-old in the face. He's a fucking vagina, and not in a good way. <laughs> not in a good way. Not at all. I just, I don't understand. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Especially since you don't have that, like, you didn't grow up that way. Like, it's not in your background, and now you're making... Tens of billions, hundreds of millions of dollars to play basketball. Like just play, go play basketball. Make your money, bro. Right. Ball out. Don't go to the nightclub. Go to the gym. Yeah, for real. You're number two in the West right now. Like, go win a chip, bro. It's because it, this is all this is all Dylan Brooks' fault. This is all a scheme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dylan, Dylan Brooks, Brooks is a fuckhead too. Yeah, he he learned it from Dylan. Dylan just knows how to not get caught. That's fair. <laughs> That's um, horrible. The Celtics, though, are looking horrible right now. Three-game slide after being up double digits. Double digits in all three games. I think there's, I think they're getting comfortable atop the East. Well, they're not atop the East anymore. They're two games back at the Bucks. Are they? Yeah, because they lost a double-digit lead to the Cavs, a double-digit lead to the Knicks, and then a double-digit lead to the Nets. They got comfortable, and now they're. this is their wake-up call. They're paying for it right now, for yeah. sure. And it was just, I don't understand. I mean, if you're a Celtics fan, though, I'd rather you have the wake-up call now than first round of the playoffs. Like they always do every year? Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Did the Lakers make the playoffs without LeBron? Yes. Yes, they do. I have no idea, to be honest. I know they play, they play the Grizzlies tonight, right? Yeah. So, uh... I still think they lose without Jaw. You think they lose without Jaw? I think or you the think Grizzlies they lose? win. 
Like they beat the Lakers. Oh, okay. So you ja. think the Lakers still lose even though yeah. the Grizz don't have Ja? They are they're 11th in the West right now. They're tied with the ninth and the tenth place teams. So they're the poverty franchise. They're right there on the brink of the play-in tournament. Um, I don't consider the play-in the playoffs. I mean, it, it is because it's an extra game, but it's they don't even call it the playoffs. It's a play-in tournament, not the playoffs. I mean, it's or the still play-in game. Technically, games. a playoff game by the definition. Because if you win, you technicality, win, you lose, yes. You but like, you ask ask pa- ask Patrick Beverly if it's a playoff game or not. All right, okay, bro. Whatever. La Poverty franchise is just not going to make the playoffs. I think they get in. I hope not. Uh, I really hope they miss the playoffs. Oh, look at that. It's a beautiful flower. You know who's not making the playoffs, though? Who? The Hawks. (laughs) Probably not. Even with Quinn Snyder, they freaking suck so far. Probably not. That's really unfortunate, but probably not. They can't even beat the Wizards, bro. They can't even beat the... Wizards, yeah. Wizards got the unicorn, man. I think we need to move on from Trey. I think it's time. He's just a... Keep DeJounte Murray, bro. Is he still under contract over the season, though? Yes. You might be able to get some some, some some, good capital for him. I don't know. Maybe. Send him and Collins' ass. Uh, I don't think anybody's just taking Collins' a Make him a ludicrous package. contract. Make him a package deal. Five years, $125 million. He's making 25 Million a year to average like thirteen point four points this season and like six rebounds for a power forward. This is like the most that was supposed to be a, a top seven, top eight power forward in the league this year. Probably one of the most disappointing players in the NBA up to this point. I wouldn't say most. I don't think he had that. I think. Zion Williamson is one of the most disappointing players in the NBA up to this point right now. Yeah, but he also had memory. He also had less expectations too because he's had health problems. You said you think Zion had less expectations coming in the NBA than John Collins? No, no, less than less than what you said. Like, yeah, Zion had expectations, but I don't think they were like mega expectations. No, I think they were. They were he like got touting a, him as the next Braun. He got a, he was a Duke. He got a Jordan, like. He was a athlete a, signed to Jordan. They signed him before he even got drafted. That's unheard of. Yeah. I, oh, we're talking about, like, entire career so far? Well, you said... I thought you were just talking about, like, this season. Oh, no. Okay, if no, we're no, talking no, about talking, whole career, then yeah. Okay, 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 that makes sense. I was very confused for a minute. I was like, are you are you serious? Like, are you... Smoking crack? What? Remember when Zion busted through his shoe and that was like all ESPN would talk (laughs) about for like three days? Remember his debut game? Or like a couple nights after his debut game, when in the fourth quarter he popped off and went like four for four or five for five straight on threes at like 17 points in the quarter or something? You remember that video that came out of the Pelicans' front office when they found out they won the lottery pick and they got to take Zion number one? No, I don't remember that. That place went nuts. I really hope he can get his health under control and drop some weight and keep his knees healthy because I really do think he could end up being, like, one of the new faces of the league. I don't think he's going to be – like, he's not going to outplay Luka. He's not outplaying – I hate to say it, but John Morant, when he's healthy, he's not 
he's not outshining those types of guys, but he can definitely be like up there in conversations. So? I think I think he can. I don't know about Luca. I think he can outshine Jaw. Who was the third person in that Duke Big Three? Zion, R.J. Barrett, Cam, Cam Reddish. Reddish. That whole Big Three is a freaking bust, and they thought that was like. I wouldn't say Cam Reddish was a bust. The Hawks moved on from him, and he's playing. I can't remember where we sent him. I think he's with the Knicks right now. No, that's R.J. Barrett. R.J.'s with the Knicks. I don't know where Cam R.J. hasn't been a bust. He hasn't been like a number two pick, but like he hasn't been a bust. A bust based on his draft pick, but he's been a decent role player. He pairs well with like Brunson. Yeah, he's. I mean, like he's he's playing well up there with Brunson and um, Julius Randle. I always forget about Julius Randle. He's just not living up to his pick. Not number two hype, no. No. Not the hype he had coming out of college. Neither probably is Cam Reddish, but Cam Reddish and R.J. Barrett are both playing solid basketball. And R.J. Barrett's been playing solid basketball other than, like, his rookie season. Actually, I think he played pretty well his rookie season. He's been playing solid basketball his entire NBA career. Zion, though, hasn't even played an entire season in, what, three? They're drafted in 2019, so... I don't know if he has played a full season. That's what I'm saying. In, in like, entirely throughout his career yeah, so far. Mm-hmm. I don't even think he's played a full 82 games. No, no. I don't think so. Well, even with with load management, no one's going to play Oh, my God. I'm so anymore. over that shit. I'm so over that shit. It's ridiculous. You're getting paid millions upon millions of dollars to play basketball. And people pay all this money to come watch you. And it might be the only time all season they get to come watch you. And you have played 40 out of the 60 games that season. You've already had 20 games off. And you're like, eh, we're already guaranteed playoffs. We can make a push for a little bit better ranking, but, you know, it's the playoffs. It doesn't really matter where you – like, half of these teams are like, it doesn't even really matter where you seed. I just don't understand because a lot of those guys came from, like, poverty, and they grew up in that. So, like, I don't – like, how can you not imagine just, like, a little kid – Growing up in the same situation as them, saving up their money to go to their game, and they just sit out the one game. Yeah, a random game. Or sometimes, like, big games. Like, the kid will wait until the big game. You know, he finally gets that big game this season. Let's say it's the let's say it's the Suns and the Sixers right now, and you're a Sixers fan, or you're a KD fan, or you're a Suns fan, you know, or the Suns and the Celtics right now. Like, and... Jason Tatum's going to sit out. You're just going to sit out because of load management. You're going to not play. Allergies are killing you, ain't it? Yeah, it's bad. My eyes are itching so bad. It's ridiculous. Um, and I don't, sucks. I don't play basketball, so this might be a bit of an overgeneralization. But if you're a pro basketball player and you have all the resources in the world, it should not be that hard. To keep your body healthy. To run around on a basketball court for like 35, 40 minutes a night and then go play again the next day. It shouldn't be that difficult. Yeah. I some, mean, some dudes do it at LA Fitness getting, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> if you're getting paid that much money, you should be able to, I think, at least play 70 games in a season. No reason you should be playing 60 games in a season, 65 games in a season because of load management. That's just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And I think half the time they just sit out because they don't feel like playing that night. Yeah, Yeah, they're just like, yeah, my ankle. I still make $425,000 for being at tonight's game. So I rolled up on the wrong side of the bed this morning. My leg's kind of sore. I'm going to. Yeah, I'll go ahead and snag that quick half a milli check for this game. Mm -hmm. 
why I like Kobe because I remember those. Even when Kobe got older, they had those pictures of him on like the bench with his knees, like with giant yeah, ice, ice packs on them. Yeah, yeah, bro's knees were shot, that. and he's still playing. You don't see guys MJ flu games anymore. You don't see guys playing like that. LeBron won't even miss. He won't even make it to Taco for Taco Tuesday. That's what he sits out for. Yeah, he's like, eh, tacos are playing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat tacos. After saying he spends like $4 million a year on his body to keep it healthy. And that, that makes me think. I think it's really weird how it, that's the only sport where, du- where dudes can just show up in whatever they want to wear and just go out and chill with the team. Like, if you want to take, take a night off and sit on the bench, you should at least have to wear, like, some team gear or something. Yeah, and sit on the bench. Like a Lakers t-shirt and a Lakers pair of sweatpants. Yeah, like you see these guys not coming a, out and like... Not a robe. Quarter million dollar Richard Mills with all their chains on. Got... And like a like, trench coat. Yeah, trench coat. They're wearing like Louis or some shit, bro. Burberry. And they don't even look like they're on the team. You don't see that in football. I mean, guys might wear like... They might wear like a team jumpsuit or something. You don't see him in like suits down there on the field. You don't see him in like yeah, or just like a t-shirt and some shorts and some yeah, tennis shoes. They're just, they're just chilling. They look like they're part of the team. It's because same thing in baseball. Not really, players don't seem like. I mean, the players make it seem like it's not a team sport anymore. It's an individual yeah. sport. It's all about like them. the Giannis thing the other night trying to get the triple double. Like, is it is it really that important, bro? That was kind of funny, but I mean, it was funny, but it like it was like it just makes you think like he was thinking of that, you know. Like, that shouldn't have been on his mind. That's true. Why are you sitting there and you're this late into the game, you're about to win, and that's what's on your mind? If I, if I was me, I would have just put it in the basket. Fuck them. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you're going to go all the way there, fucking make it. Don't sit there and be like, ah, look at this. Look, I got my triple-double. Like that's, that's just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. That's why I don't like the NBA. You can cut this out, but National Bitch Association. <laughs> uh, maybe keep it. I like that. That's funny. All right, well, I think that about does it for us on episode eight. Eight. Episode eight of From the Stands. Check us out on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Apple, Spotify, Long Forms. The full episodes come out every Thursday. Check it out. We appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll see you next week.